This coming Monday is a miniature Chag. Miniature in the fact that pretty much it's a regular day, work is allowed. Um, the only thing is in the morning service, we're not going to say Tachanun, so it's a drop shorter. And we eat a little matzah. But other than that, it's nothing, right? Wrong. It's a big day, although it doesn't turn our life upside down. Its message is incredible. So let's give some history. The Jews were released from Egypt in the year 2448 from creation, according to the Jewish calendar. A year later, in the year 2449, they were living in the desert, hoping to arrive in the Holy Land sometime soon. Things didn't work out that way. They only entered the Holy Land 40 years later. But it was coming the time to celebrate the first Passover in freedom outside of Egypt. God told them what to do. So everyone prepares the Pesach and they all have a fantastic desert experience for free. Now, some people were unable to keep the Passover because in order to be part of the Pesach experience at the time, somebody had to be ritually pure, tahor. Now, what does that mean? It means if somebody was cl- uh, touched or in the vicinity of death, of a dead person, of a corpse, they were ritually impure and it took a week to purify themselves. And therefore, during that week, they were unable to participate in any holy And when I mean holy, I don't mean holy the way we translate it, but rather holy as in something to do with sacrifices in the temple, they were not able to have any contact. Now, today, it would not be an issue because all we do is eat matzah and maror at a Pesach Seder. But once upon a time, the main function of the Pesach Seder was actually to eat the meat of the Paschal Lamb, which was a sacrifice. To eat the Paschal Lamb... You had to be tahor, you had to be pure. So these people were impure because they had something to do with a corpse. According to tradition, these were the people who were in charge of carrying Joseph's bones. Joseph had died decades before, and he had made the Jews promise that they will take his bones up to the Holy Land to be buried where eventually he was in Nablus in Shechem. So these people were in charge of carrying the bones, for that time period, and therefore they were unable to bring the sacrifices. So they come screaming to Moshe. We read about it in the book of Bamidbar, in the book of Numbers, in the third parsha, where they come and say, Lama nigara, why must we lose out? La krivit karban Hashem, that we cannot bring a sacrifice to God. Moshe hears the validity of the argument and presents it to God. And God says, they are right. They are so right. Why should they lose out? Just because they were ritually impure, doing something that had to be done. So he says, going forward, we are going to institute a new mitzvah. Thanks to these people, we're going to institute the mitzvah of Pesach Sheni, the second Pesach. Exactly a month later, the Paschal Lamb used to be sacrificed on the 14th of Nisan, in the evening, and was eaten then that evening, the 15th. So on the 14th of Iyar, they will have the opportunity to bring the Paschal Lamb 
to Jerusalem and celebrate their Passover. Their Passover is not going to look exactly the same as the original Passover. You could still have chametz, you can have leaven and other items, but at the same time, they can bring the sacrifice and they will eat the matzah and they'll eat the maror and they'll have the Pesach experience. They were thrilled. And ever since then, through all the years that the Jewish people had a temple, for about 1,500 years, <clears throat> Pesach Sheni was a real thing. If you couldn't bring the Paschal Lamb the first time, you had a chance a second time. Today, we don't eat the Paschal Lamb on neither Pesachs, but we commemorate this Pesach Sheni by eating a little matzah, by not saying Tachanun, and by turning it into a mini-holiday. Why? First of all, because it's always nice to commemorate but mainly because the lesson is so powerful. And the lesson is very simple. There is always a second chance, but you have to ask. If these people had not asked and not demanded a second chance, they wouldn't have had one. But if you really want opportunity to do some greatness, ask. Amazing things happen. When you say, I'm not okay with the status quo, I want a change, I want a second chance. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. There is always another chance.